This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of All Things Considered CX. I'm your host, Bob Asman, the founder of Innovative CX Solutions, a past chairperson of the CXPA, and a practitioner with many years of transforming global operations and designing better customer experiences. Together with our guests and listeners, we seek to discuss, challenge, and create new understanding about how to inspire better experiences in response to ever-changing customer expectations. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. I'm your hope. I'm your host, Bob Aspen, and I'm really glad you're joining me today because um, we're talking a lot about technology and software and how we can enable the customer experience and customer loyalty in this series of podcasts that we're recording. So uh, this is really another one in the line of, of discussion topics about how do we enable a better experience through the use of software platforms, technology, et cetera. So I'm really pleased to have our guest today, Britton Brown from GiveX, who's going to talk to us about that very thing. So uh, Britton, welcome to the podcast. And please, if you would, introduce yourself to our listeners. Thanks, Bob. Uh, well, like you said, Britton Brown, I'm the president here at GiveX and I'm based in our Toronto office. And I've been with GiveX now for the past 20 years, and that's allowed for quite the visibility on how we've evolved using technology to engage with customers. And so, so exciting topic, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you about it. That's great. Britton, you don't often hear about people being with an organization for 20 years. That's that's pretty significant and quite an accomplishment. So tell us a little bit about your career, how do you got into this area? I always say that rarely do people wake up when they're young and say, I want to be in customer experience or software and so forth. So tell us a little bit about your background and path. Well, uh, the funny thing about probably how you intro that bit was that when I joined GiveX, I actually headed straight into our direct client support wing, where I was actually helping take care of our clients and I was on those customer experience and customer service phones with the company. What it was really exciting about it was that we always had new products, new technologies, and at this stage probably feels like ancient technologies we're dealing with, but there's always things that needed to be solved that could be solved, but each call was different and always provided uh, for an exciting way to help someone get through to what they needed. And from there, I was able to uh, grow with the company and really get to a place where I knew it back to front and I really loved working with all of our clients and their customers were always having an improvement of what they could do. So it was an exciting path. And because we constantly evolved with the world of technology, it always felt like there was something new and exciting happening within GiveX, which made me feel that this is the place to be. I, I, this is really fascinating to me because um, a previous guest uh, on a recent podcast 
started out in the company much the same way you did, less years of experience, but started out in the company much the way you did. And what I think is really uh, intriguing about that is, like you said, you know the company backwards and forwards, and isn't the and, the and the clients and what the problems are, situations you've done it, and you've listened to it, and you've handled it. I think that's that's really cool that you've done that. Thank you. Well, it absolutely has been an exciting journey, and even though, as I said, while the technology itself has changed, what our merchants and our clients are looking to solve uh, for their customers has still remained the same kind of objective. How do they engage and, uh, you know, get their customers to look forward to coming in, enjoying what they're doing. And we're doing that from a technology and transaction level, but that adds a big part of the experience to what's happening, whether it's in hospitality, retail, quick service. Uh, It's an important part of all of our, you know, client merchant relationship with their uh, customers. So true. Um, Before we get into maybe your view of customer experience, kind of the state of customer experience based on your interactions with your clients and so forth, tell us a little bit about what is GiveX? What does it do? What's the platform? Give us a little background on that. Absolutely. So, and I'll I'll start back in those ancient days. We started out as really a, a company that was engaging in electronic gift certificates before their Vogue, it was uh, 1999 when the first GiveX e-cert was issued, and it was only redeemable over a telephone, usually a landline. And uh, from there, we actually realized that while that was the product, really what we were doing was we were helping our merchants engage with their customers. And following that kind of uh, philosophy, we found that we could engage with, uh, we could have their merchants engage with customers in so many other ways. We were able to introduce coupons using the same kind of technology with stored value, loyalty programs where there are points and points conversion to currency. And then really about halfway through, we realized too that part of the big interaction that's so important in that relationship is what's happening at the point of sale. So GiveX also then developed our own point of sale system which was fully integrated with all of our other products and allowed us to actually get a real physical footprint in the door with our merchants as well. And so that continued to help us evolve. And now that's grown into ticketing systems that are in actual venues. Uh, We've got a robust analytics program now because all the data being collected is so important to our merchants. And we've been able to continue to grow on that main backbone of how can we use transactions and technology to help our merchants engage? Obviously, that's also led to consumer websites and mobile applications as well. It just seems like there's so much rich data available in what you're doing for merchants and uh, uh, helping them better understand their customers. Is that, do I understand the approach correctly? Absolutely. And and also to be clear, this is not a, a GiveX uh, data mining effort of our own. We are really a, a, a data processor that is actually helping our merchants collect all this information so that they can learn how to better engage with their merchants. If you think about every transaction that was a gift card, that was just an anonymous piece of data 
uh, with a few transactions on it. Maybe it got reloaded, but that was the start of merchants understanding that, well, you know, if, if I issued one of these for $25, there's two things that are going to happen. Either someone comes in and, and spends part of it, which means that they're going to come in again, or they come in and spend all of it and a bit more, which either way, they've had a couple of visits or they've had an upsell in the gift card. So just looking at that data alone on a very simple device as a gift card, you can see the power of that. And then if you expand that into in a loyalty program, when you start collecting a bit more demographic data or you're collecting more skew information on what products uh, people are buying, you're able to develop much more in-depth analyses on what the consumers are liking and, and what they're not into. So the merchants can really help to provide what, what's in demand. So one of the challenges that customer experience professionals have is collecting data and then what to do with it. And so what are you seeing with your clients? Because I, the way you stated that really was intriguing to me about um, really helping them understand what they have. What are you seeing with clients once they get the data? How are they using it and applying it from your perspective? <clears throat> One of the biggest challenges, Bob, is that the data is not small. There's a lot of it. If every transaction is is one piece and there's one of those happening every few seconds, the data grows. And storage is not a problem. We know that the technology has evolved to allow us to store as much as we need to. But actually organizing what you have is really the key. And so that's part of where our analytics platform comes in, is the ability to actually get the data and organize it for our merchant. Part of that comes into summarizing. So you might have 10 transactions against one customer that all say the same thing. So really you have one piece of information there to say this customer likes this item instead of having to hold 10 things. That's like a quick way to summarize it. And then you keep on breaking that down for the, the merchant so that they can see the patterns. And that's really where uh, using our, our tools to actually share that analyzed information is what will help the merchant learn that if 90% of the people buying this hamburger also wanted to get the fries, they already knew that. But if the other 10%, they learned that if there was a free drink, then that would actually encourage them to buy dessert too. That's like the follow-on information that they can actually see from the data. And that actually helps them then encourage uh, their customers to say, look, we're going to throw in something free here. And on the, the back side of that, that could encourage a, a further spend. And so it's that type of analysis and then further action. And whether you see that, you can see that in a simple gift card or a stored value program. Even with uh, uh, anonymous data is the word I was looking for. Even if you don't know the people, you know you know that there's a behavior, and the behavior is that if you offer this, then there will be uh, a likelihood of getting something else. And the customer enjoys that too because they they feel like they've received something, and they're, they're encouraged. Uh, they feel encouraged to actually get a little bit more. And so that just helps engage that relationship further. That makes a lot of sense. And I, I like the approach of the data helping drive promotions and activity that, to your point, it might be anonymous, but it can produce results even in, a, in an anonymous 
stage. <clears throat> Excellent. So tell tell us, you interact with clients on a regular basis with uh, utilization of your platforms and so forth. What what are you hearing from clients? What are their challenges? What are, what are they asking you about? What, what's kind of the state of of customer experience from your view and the people and the clients that you deal with? Well, certainly now, uh, the when the client comes to us, the the number one question is how is the technology going to improve on what our bottom line is and how we're engaging with the consumer? And is that technology going to get in the way of our established practices and what we're already trying to achieve? So there's a few different things we have to tackle there. And inevitably, we'll end up working with multiple departments of that client. There's the finance department that needs to look at the bottom line. There's the technology part of the department that needs to make sure that technology and operations work in the location. And then there's obviously the marketing department that wants to say that, well, because we're actually using these products, we can see that we're doing more. And so we do have a bunch of different branches we need to deal with. And it still comes down to answering that question of how do we actually use that technology to help improve the experience? And probably a good example there to get into a more complex one more recently is how do you start using mobile technology, touchless technology, and or uh, I was going to say contactless, but also uh, unmanned or uh, un <laughs> I shouldn't use unmanned, uh, using like kiosk <laughs> technology where you don't have an operator and then the customer oh. or the client uh, wants to know how is that going to improve the service and then also what about you know, my staff and, and my labor, I still have, you know, concerns over how I'm actually running this establishment. And I don't want a computer to be the one greeting my customer because I don't think that's going to work. And that's actually a big part of the conversation is where we can actually show that just like years and years ago and over all, all the centuries, technology does potentially replace a role. But what that does is it also introduces a new role. So what we're seeing is the technology is allowing the customer to get exactly what they want because they keyed it into the, the mobile device or the, or the kiosk. They got a receipt. They have everything clean and, and booked the way they want it. And in the meantime, the person who might have previously been taking that order and sending it off to the kitchen or taking that order and entering it into the point of sale system, instead that person is engaging with them and actually uh, tasked with helping ensure that they got everything that they needed and that they got it swiftly and promptly and actually having more of a relationship as opposed to uh, just kind of ticking a box of, of getting an order and sending it where it needs to go. So that was a long way of explaining that we feel that the technology piece we're, we're offering is helping to uh, make sure that things are happening properly, correctly, it's all being tracked. So it goes into that data that we're talking about with the merchant and it's allowing the, the staff to actually engage with their consumers on a level that's higher than uh, what a computer could do. So mm -hmm. that's kind of uh, a little bit of the approach or the discussion that we're always having with our clients. You know, Britain, a number of years ago, I was on the technology side. Well, I guess not that long ago, but I was on the technology side and I was consulting 
with experience management utilizing technology. And one of the things we found frequently from clients was they'd come to us and say, I need to buy new technology. And we'd say, why? And they'd say, I have to improve my customer experience. And we'd say, well, what is the experience you want? And well, I don't know. I just know the technology is going to do it for me. And and so the, it was a little bit about the you know tail wagging the dog. Do you ever find that in, in some of your discussions with clients that they may not have their strategy defined, but they know they need something? Definitely. And and this actually comes into a, a big part of the, you know, if it's, <laughs> as you would say, like into the sales pitch, because we really encourage the discussion to be about what is happening within that client's business right now, because we're not actually looking to uh, make a number to sell as many of X product, no matter who's buying it. We're actually really into engaging with our client or of a partnership to say, what is the problem that we could actually be solving for you? And they are often coming to us and we're also obviously going out to clients to identify what those solutions could be. But it's definitely a case for us where we are not going to look to technology to actually enforce upon a client to use that we actually don't see being an improvement because that's not going to take us somewhere either. What we really like to do is understand their business processes, understand where they're feeling like they're falling short, and then suggesting the technology that can fit in. That's a, you know, definitely a way that we, I think, have felt that we've always been able to evolve and find the right place wherever we've been in our growth over the past, you know, since 1999, so in the last 24 years that GiveX has been around. Mm-hmm. So do you see in the process of doing that, and that was a, a great uh, description that you gave of how you go about it. Is there any common things you're hearing? And you touched on this a little bit when I asked you about challenges, but are there any common things that you see among clients? So for example, um, maybe lack of, I'm just making this up, but maybe lack of process documentation or uh, like I was referring to earlier, the lack of a strategy or uh, or too much data and trying to assemble it on a more positive side. Is there any themes that you see emerging from all that discussion with the clients across multiple industries? Certainly. Um, actually, one of the ones that you just mentioned kind of rings through to me in that uh, when you talk about process documentation, and as we've learned where we are now with technology is that uh, the more documentation is required on the front end, the more chances there are that it's not going to be followed or that it's going to be difficult to maintain. If you do have uh, potentially a staff that's rotating, uh, which is very common now, people come and go from roles. Uh, you need the technology to be simple to pick up and use without having to necessarily learn too much of how to use it. So that's actually a big part of how we also are developing our interfaces. And that's one of the big things that comes up is, you know, I've got people coming and going, but they need to be able to pick up this product and use it without a big training session. And, and we agree with that. We've always had uh, really an approach that allows us to show a merchant what the product is, and then they're able to actually take that and implement it without having to do too much uh, training as it sprinkles down through their organization because it needs to be intuitive. 
that's a definitely a big theme that comes up across many of the products is to make sure that they're intuitive to use and not too complicated. Another example there probably is when we look at loyalty programs and some loyalty programs, they can get a little bit complex in their requirements. And then if you actually kind of step back, you actually have to look and say, you know, the more complex it is, a little bit less interesting maybe for the consumer because the consumer just wants to know that they're going to be getting X because they did Y. And we want to make it simple so that uh, you can advertise that, market it, and get people excited about it without having to be uh, battened down by too many rules and regulations around it. Just follow the right rules, make sure data is handled the way it should be, and let people know that they're appreciated. And you know, at the end of the day, if you're selling a great product, that will make people loyal. We're just going to be there to help them be recognized for being loyal as well. So I think what's really fascinating, Britton, about what you said there is the ease of use and that focus on the employee and the fact that you're going to have turnover, you're going to have new users. And and I don't hear that often. Maybe it exists and and organizations just simply don't verbalize it in terms of the development of their product. But I think that's really awesome that you're building a product that's easy to use. You know, I talk a lot about our, as an organization, are you easy to do business with? And and what you're suggesting here is that you've got a product that's easy to work with, which I think is really important, especially in light of the labor situations we're seeing across industries. And then then you then your secondary, or not secondary necessarily in priority order, but your secondary focus on the consumer's ease of use too is really is really awesome in my view. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a theme for us. And even if it were the case where if there wasn't a turnover issue, uh, simply the case of enabling your staff to pick up new ideas and new tools quickly and easily as those ideas and tools evolve, that's important because we, we know that technology moves quite quickly and you want to be able to do new things and launch new ideas without too much overhead in how to do it. You want to be able to get it out there and make it simple. So even if the staff have always been around, the world will keep changing and you want to make what they're using very adaptable. Mm-hmm. No question about it. <laughs> so um, where do you think we're headed? What are you working on at GiveX? What are you hearing from clients? What Where are we headed in terms of loyalty and retention experience and and um, uh, the overall customer experience world as we emerge from the pandemic and some of the supply chain issues begin to subside and all the other challenges we've had in the last few years? Certainly. Well, where we're definitely headed from here is that we know that, you know, for one thing, merchants look at these types of programs, what's happening at their point of sale, uh, what's happening with their member databases. They know that it's not unique, that they they need this type of thing. Um, and again, we wouldn't want to push it on them as something they need to have. We want to actually suggest it's something that's more there to really enhance what they're already doing. We actually like to work with our merchants to encourage them to you know, they've got the business. They're the one running the restaurant. They're the one running the, the boutique retail shop. They're the one running, running 
uh, international brand uh, that's selling a, a known product and they know how to do their business. What we want to do is help to encourage them to, to do it efficiently and to engage their consumers. And so what we see going forward in the future is that how do we continue to do that, letting consumers feel safe? Obviously, data protection and privacy is a big thing. And that's going to be uh, way into the future that we have to, to make sure we're managing that properly and allowing our merchants still to use that data that they've collected in a safe way to, to help their consumer get guided toward the right choice with their brand. And so our goal moving to the future is to continue to put that information together and that insight together and share that with our clients. And uh, we think that with that as the backbone of the philosophy, that that's what's going to keep us moving into the future very successfully. It sounds that way. And this is pure coincidence, but I recently wrote a, an article um, and I talked about how the experience has to be personal, personal and personalized. And, um, and it, it sounds to me that's exactly what your approach is, even though there could be some anonymity there, it's still really targeting and, and creating this one-to-one -one relationship between merchant and customer. Absolutely. And even to that point, it's almost like we have to think about uh, does personalized necessarily mean not anonymous? Not necessarily. It could be personalized without it being uh, actually known uh, who the individual is. It's more about understanding that individual type's behavior, and that can be still personalized for that while leaving their own personal data alone. So there's a lot of options there. Mm-hmm, certainly. Listeners, we've been talking to Britton Brown, the president of GiveX, and Britton, this has been a fascinating conversation, not only about your platform, but about uh, the world of loyalty and retention and where we're headed. And uh, Britton, if, if our listeners would like to learn more about um, your product, your platform, and so forth, how is it best for them to connect with GiveX? Absolutely, Bob. Thank you very much. And the best way to get to us, go to givex.com and right at the top of the, the page, there's book a demo and we've got a team of folks that would be happy to show you what we're doing. Oh, that's fantastic. Our listeners uh, like that ease of use. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Britton. Appreciate your participation today. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Bob. And this has been another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast. I've been your host, Bob Asman. As always, please stay tuned for future episodes of my podcast, as well as my fellow colleagues at the CXFM Radio Podcast Network. Share this podcast with your network. And as always, until we meet again on this podcast, take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of All Things Considered CX. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues. Subscribe to our show. Follow me on LinkedIn and visit my website at InnovativeCX.com for more insights on creating better experiences. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit CXofM.org for more resources.